On this week's Talking with Topher, don't feel like you're ever going to get to where you want to get to, you know, until somebody points it out to you. Because the simple fact is, we don't see our own progress. And that's all it's for. All of this is just for them to gain and for us to lose. And now let's get in episode 195. What is happening, TWT fans? It is so good to be back on this December 28th, 2023. And of course, I'm always so glad to have you all back here with me. Uh, Before we get anything started, I'm going to start off the way I always do by saying thank you. Thank you to all my subscribers and thank you to the new subscribers. You are what keeps me coming back here week after week. Uh, Of course, if you are just swinging by, checking it out, or maybe you got a link Hit that subscribe button, all right? Hit the subscribe button. Uh, It's what helps the podcast grow. And, of course, I need your help to be doing it. And it's free for you. So go ahead and click that subscribe button. Um, And if you want your opportunity to be on Talking with Topher with me, or you want to tell your story, maybe you got a story that just needs to be heard. Well, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com is the official email of the podcast. Again, that is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. And of course, you can send in audio, video, or type it out, but you got to send it to the official email of the podcast, talkingwithtopher at gmail.com. And don't forget about the link tree link. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or It's in the description below the video. You can go ahead and click that and find everything TWT. It's just that easy. And now it's just that easy to share the podcast. So go ahead and copy that link and share it with everybody you know. Let's get into today's podcast. How is everybody doing out there? It has been a wild time. It is, well, it's a Sunday for me. I'm sitting here enjoying my coffee out of my penguin mug. And I got a lot of stuff. I want to get into, but first and foremost, I want to give a great big shout out to Michael Firth. That's right, Magella. Top episode of 2023. I think it was episode 142. Um, we've been talking back and forth in text messages, uh, him, me, and Elijah. Um, and I'm going to use some of the content that we've been talking about in the text messaging in the podcast, um, probably from now until forever. Um, obviously if there's something specific that we need to discuss as a group or together, I will not talk about that. But right now I think I got a couple things that were thrown my way, um, that I can use today. So, um, I'm going to use some of those in, uh, later on in the episode. Uh, but yeah, so I wanted to just get that out of the way, um, with the housekeeping and just get that said so that, um, you know, I don't have to explain myself later. But, man, I am just, like, overwhelmed uh, trying to finish up the Christmas shopping. And at this moment in time, um, you know, it's, it's it, when this comes out, Christmas shopping will be over. But this is my battle right now is getting this done, uh, getting episodes recorded. And it has been very difficult this year with three stores opening. Uh, more to come. Uh, very excited for that, uh, considering this is what I got hired for. So if they stopped opening stores, I would basically have no position. So, oh man, it's been it's been crazy, and I'm getting excited for the next chapter. I'm getting excited for 2024, um, but with all my time being taken up between work and podcasting, um, and then life in general, it's been very difficult to accomplish and finish the. Christmas decorating, Christmas shopping, all of the holiday stuff. And because of that, I've had to really, you know, make some sacrifices and not accomplish a few things that I wanted to because there was no time for it. So sometimes you have to make sacrifices in life 
in order to continue moving forward, you know, you just have to do it. You can't get everything done, even though I really, really do try to get everything done. Um, but as of right now, um, I'm done with therapy um, because of the simple fact that it became too expensive. But, you know, I'm still dealing with my issues of worrying. I'm always worried. I'm worried that we're not going to finish this. When I'm finished, when that's finished, I'm worried that, you know, we're not going to be able to pay for this. When, when we pay for that, it's, it's, and you just continue down this path, worry, 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 anxiety, 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 anxiety. But the simple fact is, is that at the end of the day, most of the stuff that we're worried about either happens or it doesn't, right? And if it happens, great. Right. Everything falls into place. But if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. Right. You know, unless what you have to do is, you know, that important. Most of the stuff that I'm worried about is just, you know, bills, getting Christmas shopping done, affording this, affording that. You know, am I going to be able to record a podcast? You know, so I run down this rabbit hole of worries and what ifs. And and it's like I need to let go of the what ifs and the worries because the what ifs don't help. Worrying doesn't help. It just causes more stress, which causes ulcers, which causes pain, which causes sleep deprivation, which causes so many other issues when we stress and worry. And even though I don't believe that we were really built for the world that we're in today, I do believe that we can deal with the world that we're in today. Um, but you just have to be mindful of it and you have to try not to compact so many things. And this is me just telling myself this shit because right now this might mean nothing to you or it might mean something to you. But when I say things like this out loud, it really helps me. I'm like, Oh man, yeah, you're right. You're saying this, but you're not doing it right. (laughs) You think journaling would help all these things that I do in these exercises to, try and get myself into a better state better state of mind it's very um troubling because it's always something god damn it it's always something that i'm working on and because i'm always working on it i feel like it's never done or accomplished but i think that's just the way it's supposed to be right i'm i have to always work on my physical um uh, 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 health. I always have to work on my physical health. I always have to work on my mental health. I always have to work on myself. It's a never ending project. And sometimes we just want the project to end and dealing with something that's never ending that you're always correcting and you're always fixing can one become tiresome Two, you just don't feel like you're ever going to get to where you want to get to, you know, until somebody points it out to you. Because the simple fact is, we don't see our own progress. So even though I feel like my progress is okay, other people see my progress as great. And I'm like, nah, I got I got so much work to do. And they're like, but compared to where you were, you know, you're a completely different person in a good way, not a bad way this time around, which is nice. But you just never feel like the work is done. You always feel like you can do better. You always feel like you need to do more. And that's just the way it is. We will never see ourselves as good enough, I think. And if you do see yourself as good as good enough, that's awesome. That's awesome. I do not. I've definitely gotten better at accepting where I am today and who I am today. I've gotten better at that. But I don't feel like I've accomplished what I need to to feel confident in myself and to know that I am a better person today, right? Because that's what this is all about. It's about bettering yourself. It's about doing better than you were yesterday, being a better person than you were last week, 
It's always about bettering yourself. So if we're always bettering ourselves, does it ever come to an end? Where like, you're just this person now that you're happy with. That's what I'm looking for. I'm hoping one day I can find that. I know it's going to take another decade probably, you know. But it's just the same with my jujitsu, you know. When am I going to get the next stripe? I think I'm ready, you know. And they'll let you know when you're ready. Just like when you're questioning whether or not you're a better person today, somebody may just point it out to you. Because we are not capable of seeing our own progress sometimes. We're blinded by our problems. We're blinded by our fears, our worries. We are blinded by the simple fact that we never think we're good enough. And I think at this point in time, I am good enough. You know? And I think at this point in time, you know, I'm a, I'm a little bit more aware that I am a better person. But I'm only a better person than I was seven years ago. I want to be even better than that. I want to be a completely different person compared to where I was 20 years ago. Right? When I was 24. Super shithead. Stealing everything. I was just, you know, I want to be better than him. And granted, I am a lot better than him. But I'm not who I want myself to be today. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I just know that there's still work that needs to be done. Now, a couple things that I want to kind of touch on today before I get into the topics um, is that the note um, is that getting rid of things that you enjoy um, so that we can enjoy life, right? So what I'm, what I'm getting at here is, is I'm getting at the simple fact that like we tie ourselves up on social media, um, Instagram, TikTok, computers, gaming. I mean, just so many distractions today. There are so many distractions. I do it to myself too. I, I would probably watch way too many podcasts. Um, when instead of, you know, doing that, I could be working out. I could be going outside. I could be doing so many other things, right? So many other things could be done if I wasn't just allowing myself to be sucked in to everything that I enjoy. And that's what I'm, and, and that's the thing. Those things I enjoy, right? Well, do I want to enjoy life more or do I want to enjoy people's content more? Well, I personally want to enjoy life more. And the only way to enjoy life more is to stop putting my head in the dirt or the sand. And I believe that TikTok, social media, and all of these things is just like putting our head in the sand. And we're not enjoying the world. We're not enjoying life because we're not living. We're just kind of living through other people. That's not living. That's not living. You know, I always found it crazy that people actually watch people play video games. Just play the video game, you know? And the same goes for me. Not happy with your physical body? Well, you need to be working out. So figure it out. You don't feel right? You're stressed? Anxiety? You need to go meditate, relax, ice bath, sauna. Figure it out. I have to let go of the things that I enjoy so that I can find things that will help me enjoy life more. I think it's going to be very important. And it's definitely a goal that I have set for myself in 2024. Oh, so in jujitsu this week, it was 
awesome. I finally got back on the mats. There's my, that's my therapy right there. Absolutely. Thousand percent. Our professors are off in Brazil right now. And actually, by the time you see this, they'll have been back and uh, we'll be back and teaching classes. But we had substitute professors in. Um, we had substitute teachers. And um, it was awesome. Um, learned a lot uh, from Rich. A lot of wrestling moves, stuff like that. It was awesome. Just a, just a different energy. And sometimes, you know... I love the structure of the school. I love what they do. But sometimes you just need that little bit of flavor added in. And it just changes everything. And they introduce some stuff into what we're already doing, which makes it a little bit different. And that's always really eye-opening. Um, you know, Eric taught Wednesday class. Um, and we got to these rubber-like knives and so we were playing from guard and the person in the guard is trying to stab you with a knife and the person that's on the bottom is, you know, trying to disarm or whatever. And it really opened my eyes as the stabby and the stabber um, because one, I thought, you know, I knew some stuff about knives because I've played with knives since I was 18 so I'm like, I know stuff about knives. I, no, nope. I have never tried to actually stab somebody with a knife. You know what I mean? I, I open boxes with them. Let's be real. But, so I'm in there and I'm in the person's guard and I'm trying to stab. And now you're like going, oh, wow, I, I can't do this and I can't do that. He grabs the arm. You can grab the knife and then switch and then you're trying. But I was no good at stabbing. And I'm not saying that, like, I want to be good at stabbing. But what I'm saying is, is I thought I was good at stabbing, right? I told myself that if I had a knife on me, I'm safe. Well, it's close combat. So, no, actually, I'm, I wasn't safe. And when I was on the bottom getting stabbed, well, I was playing jujitsu. And you really can't play normal jujitsu when someone is trying to stab you. It was very eye-opening. I was like, wow, I am not good at, I'm not good with a knife. And I, I kept bringing them in, right? And then I, I like, I was bringing them in and it was making it easier for them to stab me. And I was like, okay, uh, I guess in guard, I have to push you away. But that's the opposite of what we do when we're in guard. Because when you're, when you're in guard, you're pulling people in, you're freaking tying them up and you're squishing them. But when when they have a knife, well, I see you can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. So I was like, oh, shit. How, you know, so we're playing. And then I, so what I did was is I, I, I took the guys back, right? And I got double underhooks. And I'm wearing them like a backpack. I got the double underhooks. I'm lifting up the arms. And then my, uh, Eric, Professor Eric went, well, stop right there. And I was like, what? And the guy, uh, uh, Eric was Eric was like, so can you stab his legs? And the kid's like, no. He goes, can you reach back and stab him in the face? And I was like, and I looked at his arm, his distance, and I realized that I was literally bringing his arms closer. And he just went like this. And it was like, oh, yeah, I reached. And I went, oh, my God, I just got stabbed in the face. I'm like, wow. Like, you know, a few moves to disarm, you know. I mean, it was just. So now I know 1% about knife fighting. <laughs> I've gained 1% of knowledge on knife fighting. Because. Um, I mean, the same thing goes for like when you throw on boxing gloves and you do the exact same scenario. That's difficult, too, because now you get somebody on top of you just punching you and you're like, wow, I can't I can't not get punched. You know, it makes it so much more challenging, realistic and difficult. So you realize that. Even though I am learning jujitsu, I am a third degree purple belt. 
been doing this for a decade, there is still a lot of things that I don't know. And when you're playing sport jujitsu, you can't play sport jujitsu when someone has a knife or when someone's punching you. Now you got to play a totally different game. And that's the game of getting away and distancing yourself from that person until you can disarm them or get into a position where they can't punch you. So it was a lot more thinking involved. It was a little bit more strategic, but man, it was eye-opening. And I was super thankful that I got to go on the second week. Um, I missed the first week, but uh, second week was great. And I'm looking forward to everybody coming back this week, which for you is like two weeks ago. Uh, But yeah, this week, everybody will be back and then they go on the Christmas break. So got to get some jujitsu in, uh, hopefully Wednesday, Thursday, and then um, we get a whole week off and then we're, you know, hopefully by then. Uh, you know, my job will be just driving around and checking up on my stores so I can keep more of my jujitsu and get a bunch of other stuff done that I got to get done. But really, really eye opening, you know, I, I learn, I, you really learn a lot, um, when people implement different scenarios into the jujitsu game, because you really do start to believe that no matter what happens, you got this. And if I was to play sport jujitsu with somebody with a knife, I mean, I'm going to get stabbed. I'm going to get stabbed. It's going to be a bad day for me. So that's what I learned. Um, I was thinking the other day while I was driving, I was like, man, I really miss the pandemic. Yeah. The one thing I miss about the pandemic is having nobody on the road. It was a really nice time. I guess I've just turned into a people hater. Um. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I try to be calm on the road. I try to drive the speed limit and I just can't. I just can't. I can't go to the speed limit because it's too damn slow. And with every part that's been fixed on my car, now it runs and operates great. Um, and speaking of that, actually, real quick side note, I was super excited uh, because uh, my North Andover store, uh, the gentleman that owns it, used to be a mechanic. And I have now deemed him the car whisperer. This guy listened to my car. Now, mind you, I've had four different mechanic people, and they were good quality mechanics. Um, Precision in Manchester, Monroe in Manchester, Motorsports in Tyre and Derry, and... Sorry, but it escapes me the fourth place I went to. Nobody could find out what my noise was in my car. This guy was like, let me listen to your car. He had me, you know, I, 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 I showed him the noise when I put it in the reverse. He heard it. He goes, okay, what I want you to do is put your foot on the brake, put it in drive, press on the gas. I'm like, huh? Okay. So I did that. It made the the noise immediately. He said, do it again. It made the noise again. Then he told me, put it in park, put your e-brake all the way down. So I put it all the way down. He goes, did you feel any resistance? And I go, no. He goes, it's your e-brake cables, and you probably need shoes in the back. He's like, well, I'm telling you right now, it's this cable that's frozen. It's connected to a T. And the T is banging every time because do you try to use your e-brake? I go, I did the other day. I was really messing with it. And he's like, you probably snapped the cable. It was probably frozen because whoever owned the car before me doesn't use the e-brake, right? We should. If you live in New England, here's a rule of thumb. Always engage your e-brake at least once a month. Pull up on the damn thing. Put the car in drive. And just lightly romp on the gas. You should feel your car sink. If your car moves, you need either new shoes or you need cables. I'm replacing all of it because I'm just done with this bullshit. And I'm really hoping this is the last straw. 
But he listened to it, told me what it was. I had the guys order the parts immediately. Everything's on order, and hopefully by the new year, I will be done fixing this car and chasing this stupid noise. But lo and behold, it turned out to be brake, e-brake cables, and then I'm just replacing the shoes inside the drum. I was like, are you shitting me? He's like, no, I can show you. He showed me the diagram. I was just blown away. I was like, man, are you sure you're in the right industry? Because that blows my mind. That blows my mind. How is it that I brought this thing to so many people and nobody could figure this out? Even the guys that have been constantly working on my vehicle since the beginning of this year. And I'm not questioning them. I'm not saying that they don't know what they're doing. But how did he know? You know, he must have just dealt with enough e-brake replacements that he just knew the noise. But differential was no good. Axles were no good. Everything was no good that got replaced. So at the end of the day, I'm very excited to hopefully... Uh, be done and moving on from this by the new year. That would be great. I would love to not repair my car in 2024. But back to the pandemic, where driving on the road was amazing. There was nobody there, and man, I miss it. And I think after driving out there for so long the way I was, I just haven't been able to shut it off. And I don't want to. I just, I like, I just miss it, you know? Traffic sucks. No one knows how to drive anymore. There's so many people out on the road. And it makes it makes it difficult to get to point A. From point A to point B, you know? But is there anything out there that you miss about the pandemic? Because that's one of the things I miss. I miss the open road. I miss all the dumb dumbs staying home that don't know how to drive. I miss... Just being able to get somewhere quickly, you know, you know, and maybe that makes me a people hater, but don't we all hate people at some point in time, right? No matter what industry or what you're doing, they're always like, God damn it, get out of my way or, oh, this guy can never make this person happy. You know what I mean? I have one of those too. Um, Real, real, real fun uh, before we get into the next section, but real fun. Yeah, so I don't know if anybody has come across this, but I made a sandwich for somebody um, the other day, and they told me the complaint was the sandwich was too hot. Wait a minute. You bought a hot sandwich. (laughs) How is the sandwich too hot? That was the complaint. I was like... Thank you for letting me know I did a good job. Because if the sandwich is hot, then it got served correctly. Um, But you got to let your food cool before you stuff it in your face. You know what I mean? So I thought that was a really backhanded compliment, in a sense. Trying to come off as a complaint. You know? So, I don't know. I don't know. You can't make you can't make everybody happy. You just can't. But let's take a quick break so you can hear from my sponsor. Attention holiday shoppers, are you looking for the perfect gifts for your loved ones this Christmas? Look no further than slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com with our incredible selection of trendy and unique clothing and accessories. We've got something for everyone on your list. And here's the best part. You can save an extra 10% off your entire purchase by using the promo code T-O-P-H-E-R before you check out. Why not spread the holiday cheer while saving money? At slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, we offer a wide range of items, including shirts, shorts, swim shorts, beach towels, women's leggings, kids' tees, hats, socks, pins, There is even a full kit with a shirt, a hat, a pin, and socks, which is just incredible. There's even skateboards and winter jackets. Each product is beautifully designed with tattooed-inspired and new-school art. 
making them absolutely amazing pieces that stand out from the crowd. The quality of our products is second to none. Our hats feature heavy embroidering and a print underneath the bill. Plus, our selection is constantly changing with every season, so there's always something new and exciting to discover. Don't miss out on the perfect opportunity to give unique, high-quality gifts this holiday season. Visit slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com and remember to use promo code T-O-P-H-E-R at checkout for an extra 10% off your entire purchase. Happy shopping and have a wonderful holiday season. All right, everybody, I'm back and it is time for Topher's Topics. Here we go. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, and I've only got a small article on this, is this some type of respiratory system uh, illness to, to dogs. Um, it's been happening in New Hampshire, Connecticut, um, and I don't know if they tell me anywhere else. I, I want to say Maine or something or Ohio. Um, as, um, oh, as you've seen in the news, several states are reporting increases cases of unidentified canine respiratory illness. Some of these cases have ranged from mild to upper respiratory system. And I'm going to put this on the full screen for you. Here at Banfield, we've been tracking and understanding the details, and it has been confusing and scary since... Much is still unknown. We have several tips to keep you your pets safe. This doesn't mean you need to keep your symptom-free dogs at home altogether. It's important that you don't want you to skip out on preventative care appointments like vaccinations, parasite prevention, and wellness exams unless directed not to by a veterinarian. Staying current on preventative care is an important thing that you can do to keep your pet healthy. Okay? So I don't have the name of this virus or respiratory issue that's going on with the dogs i am also worried about it you know they say just bringing them to a kennel um they've been catching it it's irreversible and um it's deadly to the animal i don't know really what else to say besides that um so I don't travel. I don't do anything, obviously. <laughs> so my dogs don't go anywhere, but they do get dropped off to the vet. So they are in a small kenneled area. Um, and that's where these things are happening. So just, I guess, do your due diligence when bringing your dog to a kennel to go away uh, for the week or whatever. Maybe it would be best if you could Drop it off with a family member instead if you have that option. Um, but this is getting worse and worse, and they don't know what it is, and they don't know how to fix it. Um, so as of right now, no idea what it is, and it's killing the dogs, unfortunately. So this has got me a little worried, you know. Uh, but but how did this happen, right? Uh, what is it? How did, how did it start? Is this... And I'm just kind of making a joke here, but is this COVID for dogs? You know, did this all of a sudden show up after COVID and maybe it mutated to a point where it does harm animals? Maybe that's why we don't know what it is. So many questions I have. So I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. I am trying to keep up with it, and I am trying to understand it more, but there's not that much information out there. So just be aware of it. It's happening in kennels. Protect your pet. My next one here is um, Speed Demon. Hypersonic, 4,000 miles an hour. Um, flying Wedge that can go from London to New York City in 90 minutes. What is being developed by Russia's Elon Musk? Oh, so they must have somebody in Russia that they consider to be like Elon Musk. Entrepreneur Mikhail Korkovich is building a hydrogen-powered plane capable of flying at five times the speed of sound. 
the hypersonic plane will be able to cross continents in record time. It will fly at altitude of 60,000 feet higher than normal planes. Wow, look at that. The jet is powered by the hydrogen fuel and rocket engine. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. Um, the company's revolutionary product is Distance S, a 25-seater business jet that can fly up to 6,000 6, miles at the altitude of 108,000 feet. This means the jet will soar more than 60,000 feet higher than the current airlines. The startup is also planning to build a wide-body passenger jet known as the Destinus L. The aircraft will have a capacity to carry three to 400 people and can travel up to 13,670 miles. Dude, that doesn't even sound real. That is wild. Wild. I mean, I hope it, I hope it works out, right? I mean, that's crazy. And, I mean, it's hydrogen. So, that's going to be better, isn't it? I think it's going to be better. But, I'm also, you know, the flying taxis, the flying cars, these hypersonic fucking planes and jets and rockets trying to get up to space. And I mean, I'm going to let everybody else figure this out. Let all the rich figure it out, right? They got the money to do this stupid shit. And they also can put themselves in danger if they want. And then hopefully they'll fix the mistakes after these people all kill themselves. So, I don't know, man. I, it sounds like a great thing. I don't know if it's going to be an actual thing because, you know, it's it's all a thought right now. It is being worked on. I'm sure they've tested it a few times, but it's nothing that's in operation at this time. So, we'll see how long it takes for them to get it in operation. Um, all right. If Trump wins 2024, he will halt all funding for Ukraine, negotiate, and end to conflict with Putin, thus preventing World War III. The reason Biden and the deep state cannot negotiate with Putin is because Putin wants their heads for crimes against humanity, namely for manufacturing C-19. This is not a speculation on my part. Russia MIL literally listed Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and George Soros as being the main ideologists behind the plot to manufacture coronavirus strains in Ukraine with USDOD funding, and there is an open source paper trail to back it up. You can debate on whether or not you believe them, but the reality is Putin wants the Western elites and Z. Or Ying, Ying, Yi, agrees with him. It is not hyperbolic to say that this, that this is life or death for deep state actors. If Trump wins and negotiates a settlement with Putin, Russia MIL have already been demanding for activation of Articles 5 and 6 of the Biological Weapons Treaty, which would result in Secretary Council investigation and international military Tribunals. That's what Russian MIL have been demanding at the UN for nearly two years now. And that's just the biological stuff. Not even accounting for the whole 2014 coup, shelling the Donbass, funding and supporting Ukraine in 2022, Nord Stream, etc. Um, what do you think Trump is going to say? No, Trump wants to prosecute the exact same people for crimes against humanity, Putin is literally demanding that all of Trump's enemies trying to imprison him must be prosecuted by military tribunal. How could Trump say no to that? He'd be killing multiple birds with one stone, and Trump's DOJ wouldn't have to do the prosecuting. It would be a collusion of military judges from different countries around the world. It would be far more legitimate and no way... Could the Dems cry partnership? It's international law. Y'all might think it's crazy, but this is the trajectory we are headed on if Trump wins, which is why the Biden regime are going to do everything in their power to prevent Trump from winning. If they fail, 
they will be treated as international war criminals and will face the ultimate penalty. I'm going to show you this right now. Extinction of uh, level event. I'm going to click on this and make it bigger. U.S. Coordination of Biological Laboratories and Research Institutes in Ukraine. So here you have the organized by executive branch and academic um, centuries, right? Um, allocation of the budget goes to the sponsors. The funding for dual-use research went here, executives in, in, in Ukraine. Then it's transfer of biomaterials and research results went to the U.S. Armed Force, and it went to the pharmaceutical corporations. Then it goes over to securing profits and financial support for election campaigns, which goes to the ideologicals. And then you have the task setting. And so the circle goes on and on. This is what needs to be stopped. I don't disagree with any of this. Um, I still don't think he's the one that's going to fix it. Um, but do these people need to be held accountable for what they've done? Do, is there, how about this? Let me re redirect myself. Is there anybody out there that doesn't think that the Clinton uh, family is a bunch of murderers left in America? Is there anybody that doesn't believe that? Because if you don't believe that, well, I want to start with you, right? Um, because they definitely are, uh, people have disappeared, uh, or been disappeared because of them. Um, all kinds of stuff has happened because of them. People, you know, just are no longer here because of them. So they are one of the biggest, um, what do you, you want to call them? I, I, I'll call, I'll call them, I'll call the Clintons, um, or I'll compare the Clinton, Clinton family, Clinton name, whatever you want to call it, to like the mafia, right? Somebody's got, somebody rats, they're dead. Well, same thing. You're a whistleblower, you're dead. So, do I believe this to be true? Yes. Do I believe Trump is going to be the person to fix it? No. I find that very hard to believe. Because there's not much you can do in four years. Or maybe you can do a lot. But what they usually do in four years is ruin everything for everybody else. We need more people to express their opinion in the voters booth this 2024. And if you're siding with them, fine. Put your vote in. Put your vote in, people. We got to stop this madness. All right. Let's have some fun now. So this is 10 minutes long. I can't play the whole thing. But this is Kanye going on a rant. And I haven't isolated a lot uh, anything from this video. So what I'm going to do is is I'll just play it for a couple moments. And then the link will be in the description below. And you can watch the rest. Because I'm trying to get this out there before it becomes disappeared as well. No, none of y'all motherfuckers here. With no Instagram, nobody living, nobody at. And I don't want to hear shit from... None of these nigga Jewish niggas talk about, oh, he's in an episode. Harley Passenick, follow me to the fucking hotel. The nigga killed kill Aaron Carter, and now they acting like they won't kill, yeah. uh, clear the Backstreet Boys sample. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Harley Passenick, pusher. Yeah. Your trainer. Yeah. Harley Passenick, Jay-Z. You get what I'm saying? And then niggas be hanging around these niggas just for the money or some Mike Rubin shit. I slap the shit out of Mike Rubin. I see that nigga. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, fuck Fuck these niggas, bro. Fuck these niggas, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I, I do believe that this is a live stream right now. <laughs> like, not at this very moment, of course. But this was a live stream, I believe. I'm on my Farrakhan. 
Condon shit right now, bro. Yeah. Because guess what? These Yeezys gonna sell. Yeah. They sabotaged the show today. They sabotaged the Instagram. They cut off the fucking Adidas contract. They did all the shit. Then they wanna go get light skin yay. You gotta understand. That's Jerry. His real name is light skin yay, bro. <laughs> Dead ass, he told me that was his name. It was light skin yay. They want the light skin version. They want a George Floyd. They want a Virgil. They're like, they don't let me speak at the funeral. I saw two, three, four, five white people not let me speak at Virgil. None of y'all niggas and Drake, nigga. And hold on, hold on, be quiet while I'm talking, baby. Drake, I love you. I'm going to get the tattoo. But any of y'all niggas, Trav, Drake, whoever, y'all got to show up. And don't tell me I'm talking crazy. Y'all niggas, I motherfucking Pharrell and me. Hey, come on. Me, Pharrell, we broke down this door. We all in this shit together. We all in this shit together. And we all dealing with a lot of Go to prison. Raise one hand if you don't know one nigga in prison, one nigga got locked up, and one nigga poor. Wait, raise your hand if you don't know. You're raising your hand? <laughs> you don't know one person got abortion. Now, now, I tell you, now, I tell you, if it was in a Jewish mother on Friday with no fucking, everybody raised their hands. So, but wait, wait, wait a second. But who got, but wait, wait, wait a second. Who make the hospitals, though? Who, who got the hospitals? These are Zionists, nigga. This is what I'm trying to tell you. Jesus Christ, Hitler, yay. Third party, sponsor that, nigga. You ain't, you, ain't, you ain't post when I couldn't see my kids. Y'all ain't post. Y'all ain't stopped the Adidas shit. Y'all niggas let Adidas crash the richest nigga of all time. Y'all know I did. Wait a second. Wait a second. I put up one tweet and then Ari Emanuel put, oh, we got to drop this nigga. And all niggas just watch. The only nigga that had the Trump hat, the only nigga that went and got them billions, the only nigga that's breaking through all kinds of ideas in fashion. I've been called a faggot so many times for tight jeans. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got niggas from Chicago that I take care of that still trying to sell me. Trying to say, I can't go to motherfucking GD. Nigga, episode. That's what the whole shit was about. Period. Me selling opioids. I'm not even bipolar and there signs of autism from the accident. They're gonna hit me with a fucking medication, have us selling opioids for them. They made me the face of bipolar. Okay, nigga, big farmer, where my royalties, nigga? Buy the fucking drugs, you done sold off of the idea of yay being bipolar. Didn't Kim say he was bipolar? Didn't Kim say he was sick? Didn't Kim? Wasn't Kim the one that said all this and put it out there? So that we would all understand better why he was acting the way he was acting. So I don't know if they, whoever they are, said it to make him the face of bipolarism. But I could have sworn it was Kim. Not justifying, but explaining his actions and why he was doing what he was doing was because he was bipolar and he was off of his medication. So if that's not true, then the way I felt about him, because I thought he had bipolarism or he was, because I thought he was bipolar then I wasn't supposed to feel like, like I, I believe we were all meant to feel bad for him, right? He's off his meds. He's, he's, he's mentally ill. He, you know, he's just, he's having an episode. So I feel bad for him. I'll just let this go because it's not him. It's his disease. But now he's saying that he's not bipolar. He doesn't have a disease. So he's just a fucking maniac? A crazy person? Hmm. Interesting, isn't it? Uh, well, a couple more seconds here. Yeah. <laughs> they come here so I think, crazy I think I pretty much found like, like, you talking. Everything I'm just saying. They yeah, take out. Take out. Take out. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Come on. Ready? I'm just saying, I was I'm just saying, I'm just saying, come on. Take, Sorry, go. Oh, and they cut the film. <laughs> oh, and they cut the film. Oh, I don't know what. So go and check it out for yourself. It is a wild 
10 minutes, uh, 10 minute rant from, uh, I don't even know. Is he, he goes by Kanye still, right? Or is he ye now or Jeezy? I don't know. I don't know what he is anymore, but it doesn't matter. I still believe what we were told was true. And now I think he's just trying to backtrack that. Um, but I mean, if anybody hasn't seen it, you need to go see the interview with Kanye and Alex Jones. Alex Jones is back on Twitter, everybody. Well, Alex Jones is back on X, everybody. So hooray for that. It's about time. Um, I don't believe that anybody should be censored on any of these platforms. And I do believe RFK when he says that, um, you know, every platform basically needs to be made a public platform. He doesn't know if he's going to be capable of doing that because he would have to deem it public. But if he could do it, I think it would be better for everybody because we should be able to just use these platforms to say what we need to say and we shouldn't be stricken, suppressed, or taken down because of because the platforms are driven by ads, right? The ad companies don't allow this stuff because then they don't feel comfortable pushing their ads. Well, too bad. You should push your ads no matter what. And we should be allowed to speak freely. Um, that's the whole point of America. And as for other countries, well, if they don't like it, then they'll suppress it and they will make it so that their people can't use those platforms. And if that is something that hurts the platforms from making money, then that's just what happens, right? Because you're an American-based platform. Therefore, your main focus should be everybody in America. And everybody in America has free speech. That's what we have. It's in our Constitution. And we should be allowed to exercise that no matter where we are. I can think the way I want, and you can think the way you want. And the best part about it is that we can discuss our differences and hopefully come to a conclusion or at least a compromise to hear each other but not understand each other. I think that is the way it should be. This one here has been posted by Illuminati Bot. I would like uh, shortly to warn um, people from upcoming uh, danger for humanity. The World Health Organization wants all countries to sign an agreement on handing over the authority to declare a pandemic, procure vaccine and drugs. It will be healthier and safer for humanity to sign agreement with the Colombian drug cartel. They know all about drugs for sure. During the COVID pandemic, World Health Organization only told lies. It should be declared a terroristic organization. They lied. That is a new and known virus. That is possible to make an effective vaccine. That the vaccine is 82% effective. That is protects against serious illness and deaths that all, of course, were foolish and lies. Today, World Health Organization is more dangerous for humanity than World Economic Forum. Thank you. I mean, speaking the truth. Speaking the fucking truth. It really is. Um, we all know it was lies. And I've been listening to uh, Dr. Drew as usual, and he had somebody on, can't remember her name, uh, amazing doctor, and it just, I can't remember which vaccine it was, right? I don't know, I don't remember what, what one it was, but there were 26 deaths, 26, and they pulled that vaccine off the market so fast. There have been thousands of deaths linked 
to these vaccines and boosters. And they are still trying to push them today. It's absolutely wrong. Nobody should stand for it. If you're in a certain age bracket, fine. But I think for the most part, we've gotten rid of the mandatory ones, which were the most troubling because nobody should be mandated to take these things. Just like you shouldn't be mandated to vaccinate your kids if you don't want to. Just like none of this should be mandated. It should be something that you want to do. So I agree that we were lied to and the World Health Organization or the WHO is just a a shell supporting and lining the pockets of the people that support it. And that's all it's for. All of this is just for them to gain and for us to lose. I don't know why they want to live in a world with nobody except for themselves, but they really, really are doing a good job at trying to pull it off because the more people that they kill, the less people that are here and the better off they are, which doesn't sound right, but it seems like what they're doing, right? So, um, I mean... Always talk to your doctor, right? If it's for you, it's for you. But today, just like the flu vaccine, I don't think it's really doing much of anything. Um, I mean, the flu vaccine is the same thing. You, you, You get last year's protection. They tell you when you get the shot that it's X amount of effectiveness because they can't make a vaccine for the flu today. They made a vaccine for the flu last year. They do the same thing with the COVID. They wanted the MRNA to be a household name, something that everybody knows about. But at the end of the day, we're really starting to figure out that they knew about the spike protein. They knew about this virus. They knew what it was capable of doing, which is why they made a vaccine for it. Because they knew about it the entire time. Acting as if they had no idea what it was. So, if that's not the biggest lie of them all, I don't know what is because hundreds of thousands of people are no longer here because of it. So, you know, we got lied to and we keep getting lied to and it's so annoying. And that's why I keep questioning everything. So let's check this out. Fuck Ford, fuck Adidas, fuck Netflix, too, fuck Starbucks, Barbie. Dude, that's a great song. Let's bring that to number one. All right, everybody. Oh, my God. I think it's so funny. I know it's a Trump positive song, and I know that there's a lot of Trump positivity. Again, I will reiterate, I am not Trump positive. I don't think he's going to fix it. Anybody else feel the same way out there? Come on, comment, leave a message, send an email. I used to say before doing what I did, I used to say, what happened? 
Why aren't we moving forward? Today's announcement sends a clear signal to the world that we are restoring America's proud legacy look at this leadership guy. in space. <laughs> at some point in the future, we're going to look back and say, how did we do it without space? The vice president <laughs> will serve as the council's chair. The privatization of certain aspects is going to be very, it's going to play a very crucial role, don't you think? <laughs> they are truly into it. I will say that's not easy because everybody wants to be on this board. This guy's facial expressions are priceless. Oh. Loved what we're doing so much. They want to be some of the most successful people in the world want to be on this board. The human soul yearns for discovery by unlocking the mysteries of the universe. We unlock truths within ourselves. That's true. Our journey into space will not only make us stronger and more prosperous, but will unite us behind grand ambitions and bring us all closer together. Wouldn't that be nice? Can you believe that space is going to do that? I thought politics would do that. Well, we'll have to rely on space instead. Every launch into the skies is another step forward toward a future where our differences seem small. Space is going to bring us closer, everybody. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that guy's facial expressions was absolutely priceless. And um, let's see. It was Trump speaking, and I'm not sure if that was Buzz Aldrin, but I'm pretty sure it was. And if it was Buzz Aldrin, who supposedly went to space, right, and went to the moon, whatever, um, and we haven't been back. So are those facial expressions of, like, it's all fake? I don't know. I don't know. I, I do believe space exists. I believe it. It's out there. I believe our planet's round. I believe there's multiple planets. I believe the sun is setting off solar flares that's eventually going to, you know, take us out. Um, I believe in all of that stuff. I don't think there's a ferment above us. I don't think there's a lid. I don't think we're flat. I think that's all crazy talk. Um, so many people want to believe we're like in this like glass globe. You know, kind of like a um, the fucking snow globe. I don't think we're in a snow globe. I don't think there's a wall you can get over to show you more land. I, I just don't. I do not. And you can tell me that it's fake and they make it all up. And it's but there's too many countries showing the exact same thing. We have way too many satellites up there showing us what's going on to not believe that there's something more than us. I feel like the fulfillment or fulfillment or whatever it is that's supposedly what people think is over the earth, you know, and the earth is flat. Um, I think that you feel that we're just like the only ones on the planet. That's it. This is where it stops. The buck stops here. No one gets off. No one comes on. I, I just don't believe that to be true. I want there to be more. I want there to be more worlds. And I do want there to be something more than us. Um, but you have to look into it, you know. And you're going to find so much information on one side. And you're going to find so much information on the other side. And then you're going to have to make your best decision. But thinking that the... That space is going to bring us all together because it's going to make our problems seem smaller, seems ignorant too. Because they did say, I think it was when Reagan was president, he did say that, you know, if there was a space invasion, you would see the world come together. And we would all have a common enemy to fight against. But once that common enemy is beaten, don't we just go back to the way we were? It's not like it's going to stay that way. You know, that's wishful thinking. So, even though I believe space is real, I also want to make sure I mention that I don't believe we went to the moon. I don't think people went to the moon. 
do I think we sent things? Satellites, rovers? Yes. But we've all seen the footage. We all have seen the debunking of all the footage. We all know that Hollywood was involved in making it seem like we've done more than we did. We were also in the middle of a Cold War, having to reach a goal before another country met that goal. So because we were in a race, we got into a car, skipped all the miles, and dropped ourselves off at the finish line because we needed to beat them. That's what I do believe. I do believe that. But I also do believe that space is real, that our universe is massive, and that there's multiple universes out there. And we have no idea if there are other signs of life because now it's pretty feasible to think that half of the UFOs we've been seeing over the last 30, 40, 50 years were made by our government in secret places and they were, you know, secret missions or whatever you want to call them. So maybe. Some of the Tic Tacs and the UFO sightings and all this other stuff was implemented and done by our government. And they just don't want anybody to say anything because we'd rather have you think that it's aliens and something from out of this world than to let you know that our government pulled this off because then other governments will know and they'll try to replicate So again, it's another way for us to stay ahead of everybody else so that we seem like we are the more powerful country. I don't know if that's right or wrong, but that's my gut feeling. So I think um, that guy's facial expressions were more of shock and awe because he knows the truth, right? He knows what really happened. And he probably will never say a word about it, even on his deathbed. But, man, that was hilarious. Those facial expressions were so funny. But it's Sunday. I got to get going. I hope you enjoyed. And I want to say thank you to everybody out there for subscribing. I want to thank you and welcome the new subscribers. And if you're just stopping by, checking it out, or got an email, hit that subscribe button is the one thing you can do to help the podcast grow. And I greatly appreciate it. Of course, if you want to get involved with talking with Topher, you want to get on the podcast, you want to just tell your story. T a L K I M with Topher at gmail.com is the official email of the podcast. And then of course, don't forget about the link tree. It's the easiest way to find everything TWT. It's also the easiest way to share this podcast with everybody, you know, so go ahead in the description below the video, copy that link and share it, spread this thing around and help me make the podcast bigger. And of course, with all that being said, I hope you have an amazing Thursday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend and I hope everybody out there has a happy and safe new year. Thank you everybody for a great 2023 and as always I will talk to you later.